you so much for joining me today. This is Dr. Bonnie Benita, and I'm your host for the Valley of the Black Dolls. We're going to discuss today freeloaders. And when I say freeloaders, I mean people in general. And I need to target this towards African-American women because that's why I've had my interaction mostly. Freeloaders, meaning they take advantage of your kindness, your goodness. They feel that you owe them something and you're just there to help. You loan them money, you never hear from them, they duck and dodge and they hide. And when they're confronted, how about they say, well, wait a minute, you didn't have to give me anything. Or I'll pay you when I get my taxes. And then when they get their taxes, oh, I didn't have any money left after I paid my taxes. Oh, I had child support. Or they stopped my check. It's always an excuse, and they are always a victim. I recently had a girlfriend that told me how she met a woman and her family who were about to be evicted from a hotel because of domestic violence. And boy, do I know domestic violence. I lost my mom to domestic violence. So I understand the plight of women that are struggling through domestic violence and mental and physical abuse. But that leads me to my topic today about how when you help some people, not all people, when you help some people, they feel that they have a right for you to help them, that you owe them something. And maybe you're doing a little bit better financially than they are, or maybe they think that you're doing a little bit better financially. Maybe you're in a better car. Maybe you're in a newer car. Maybe you're in a bigger apartment. Maybe you're in a bigger house. Maybe you're in a bigger home, right? Maybe you have several properties and they are struggling. Guess what? It's not your fault that they decide to have five, six, or seven children without a father intact or in their lives. No, they're not responsible for, for why the man ran off. But if someone runs off on you with six different children, then at some point you have to take the responsibility of not making the right choices when it comes to men. So getting back to my friend, she met someone in the courthouse who was getting evicted from her apartment, I'm sorry, from her hotel. And she says, well, I have a room at my house. You can stay for a couple of days until you get on your feet or find someone that can help you. So she allowed the woman and her three children to come to her home. The next day, the woman invited an adult son of hers in the home because he too had nowhere to go. So at that point, she said, okay, no problem. Well, long story short, the week turned into two weeks, then turned into a month and then turned into two months. So she said, well, I'll tell you what, since you still don't have a place to stay, I'll allow you to rent the room from me. And you can until you get on your feet. Well, this was pre-COVID. Well, the woman decided that, yes, she wanted to stay, and yes, she would pay weekly. Well, she got behind for whatever reason. Uh, everybody have their own excuses. Uh, unemployment didn't kick in. Uh, my child support check didn't get here. Whatever. It just The lady was full of excuses. So finally, when COVID kicked in she had a sure enough reason not to pay well the cdc says because of covid no one has to pay rent that's not what the cdc stated they stated that if 
you were in imminent danger of losing your residence, then you can let the landlord know that you would be protected because of the moratorium. Well, a lot of people use this to their advantage and to landlords' disadvantage. So I'm not understanding about some people's moral compass, how, in fact, you can determine that someone owes you anything or they didn't do you any favors. So she, after the woman not paid her for at least a year, saw the woman in the grocery store, and the woman told her, well, I don't want to discuss the case with you because it looks like someone else may have purchased the home. So my friend said, well, you know we were fighting for the home and fighting to keep the home before you moved in. You signed that on the lease agreement that you know we were fighting to try to keep the home so we would not lose the home. You understood that and you agreed to that. So what do you mean you don't want to talk about it? And my friend told the, the woman that, wait a minute now, I helped you and you were on the street with no place to go. And the woman decided that, no, you didn't help me and I could have gone somewhere else. You didn't have to help me. I would have found someone else to help me. That same type of attitude and ungratefulness is what disturbs me to no end and about our own sisters, our own sisters and brothers. When I say sister, I mean female, not blood sister. Our own people feel like that about us and to make those type of statements. So what I'm trying to say is why do we find ourselves envious of other people for what they have or what they perceive they are perceived to have or what they may have or what we think they have or what we've been told that they have? Why don't we be more concerned about getting on our own two feet staying on our own two feet, stop being judgmental, help each other out by heart. I value people and I choose my friends by their heart, their character, their soul, all of those things. When I see that a lot of people have no moral compass, they're always a victim. Someone's always picking on them. They've never had it good. And I say, if I can't be a poster trial, for failure after having lost my dad at three and my mom at 20 to murder, to domestic violence, then I'd be damned if you're going to lose use that as an excuse for your behavior, for your not having had, for you decided you don't want to work, for you to decide that you're going to lay up and have babies for men that you are not married to. And guess what? In this day and age, there's several types of birth control. If you decide not to get an injection, if you decide not to take the pill, if you decide that you don't want to put any of those harmful things in your body, there's always a prophylactic. It's commonly known as a condom. You could always use that. There's no excuse for you to continuously burden society with all of these children. So yes, you have a need and a love that you want all these children around you, but you're not doing what's in the best interest of the children. I wanted a whole lot of children. I love children, right? But I know I did not have the financial capacity to have eight, nine, 10 kids. I would have loved to have a whole football field of children. 
So guess what I've decided, I've determined that, you know what, I'll put all those, that love into animals. So what have I done? I have four dogs, four cats, three rabbits, two children, and one husband. I've done that for a reason, and I'm working on my fifth animal, believe me. So if anybody knows of any uh, dog or cat that needs a home, make sure you reach out to me. But going back to freeloaders and why as strong black women, we cannot let anybody take advantage of us continuously. First time, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. Third time, shame on me. Fourth time, then I'm a damn fool. So I'm saying, stop being anybody else's fool. You have a lot of haters, people that hate you for who you are, how you look, what you got. And guess what? You could be 300 pounds and still have haters. It's just something about angry black women that bothers me to no end. And I challenge any of these so-called that damn diva or these angry black women to call me up. I want to hear what your excuse for feeling like you can take advantage of people who have been there for you, who help you out, who've done favors for you. And your response is, well, they didn't have to. Well, I don't owe them anything. Oh, they didn't, shouldn't have to done it. Oh, I could have found someone else. Yes, you're right. You could have found someone else to use. So I say, stop wasting your time on people that don't have a moral compass. Surround yourself with people who think like you do, feel like you do. Want, and yes, I'm not saying not to help, but let's start being conscious of the people that we help. And let's determine that they really need help, right? Just not want help. They need help. There's a difference. There's a big difference. So I want you guys to bear with me a moment because I want to talk about how we cut out freeloaders. One, maybe you said, well, wait a minute. I don't even understand what a freeloader is. Well, let me give you some prime examples. He or she repeatedly comes back to you for money. That's a freeloader. He or she buys luxurious items instead of the necessities, right? That's a freeloader. He or she acts like a victim. Always, always remember we talked about victims, like somebody owes them something. That's a freeloader. We need to make sure that we set clear boundaries on who we help and why we help. We don't go into debt trying to help a relative, a nephew, a niece, a cousin, a mom or a dad, don't put yourself in debt because how did they get in debt? How did they get in the situation? By not paying. What does that represent for you? Nine times out of 10, they won't pay you back either. So again, don't go in debt helping any others. Don't let anybody use your credit, your credit score, any of those means. Let them seek help outside of you. Also, give non-financial help because remember don't give someone a fish you teach them how to fish because as long as you continue giving financial help they'll never do anything to help themselves and then maybe you can help them to have a plan develop a plan that they can go by uh, most freeloaders they they repeatedly take advantage of everybody else they always want shortcuts they always want to do something that's going to put them ahead of everybody else right 
And I'll give you a prime example. I had a girlfriend that had red bottoms but called for my help for a utility bill. Does that make any sense? Well, she could spend three, $400 on a human hair wig, and I love wigs. Don't get me wrong. My favorite hair pieces are wigs. But would I go out and spend four or $500 that I don't have on a human hair wig and red bottoms? And then I can't pay my utility bill. How stupid is that? Also, when you think that you're giving someone a, an inch, they'll take a mile, right? And my philosophy used to be, don't give a rat a cookie. Why not? Because he's going to want a glass of milk. The more you give people, the more that they want. So for your own sake and your sanity and your friendship, don't loan friends any money. So if I have a friend that called me and want to borrow $200, I would always say something like, I don't have $200, but I tell you what, here's $25. You don't owe me. Consider it as a gift. And so you don't harden your heart about people that owe you that have never paid you. Let God deal with them. You don't have to deal with them. Let God deal with, deal with them. All you have to do is call that person and say, you know what? Or text them if you don't want to talk to them. Consider what you owe me as a gift and let that be a lesson. Thank God it wasn't a million dollars. Thank God it was a hundred dollars. And that way you know who your friends are. So again, we need to help each other by helping each other. Make sure that we provide the tools and the resources, not financial. Sometimes you can help people by just listening and also making sure they have a plan and then also engage them on how you got to where you are the pitfalls that you've had and when i say i'm just like all of you yeah i had the struggles i had the hardships i lost my mom when i was 20 years old lost my dad when i was three when i tell you and i was in a home it was nine of us right and we were in a two-room home right not two bedrooms. I didn't say two bedrooms. I said two rooms plus a bathroom. So what I'm telling you, if I can't use the things that have happened to me as an excuse, how about I'm not going to allow you to use those things at all either around me and make sure no one that's surrounded by you can use any excuses for why they don't have or for their failures. There is no excuse because nothing beats a failure but a try. I implore you to think about that. This is Dr. Bonnie Benita. I'm with Valley of the Black Dolls, and you can find me. You can email me, especially if you have some stories that you'd like to hear on the air. You can email me at Dr. Bonnie Benita at Bonnie Benita Worldwide. You can also look us up on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. Again, Take care of yourself, take care of each other, but in the right way. And always, always, always remember, it's not the chances that we take, but the choices that we make that determines our destiny. Good day.